Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Workforce development is a priority to keep Alabama's economy thriving. But the challenge is to attract and train young adults to fill those jobs. Dr. Jim Purcell, Executive Director of the Alabama Commission on Higher Education, joins us by Skype to share his roadmap to meeting this challenge. And his concern starts with the graying of Alabama. Dr. Jim Purcell, thank you so much for joining us. Glad to be here. Dr. Purcell, you wrote an op-ed piece back on August 17th and pointed out that Alabama is graying. We have a death rate that is exceeding the birth rate. Although Alabama has about 20,000 new residents moving in every year, Tell me what you think about this situation. Well, I think the big thing is we just have to replace our workforce with younger people, and they have to be credentialed for a new economy, not the same economy as those leaving different professions. You had a concern in this op-ed piece about students leaving Alabama. They don't seem to be committed, so to speak, to their home state. And you said in that piece that only about 37% of STEM students are likely to live and work in Alabama. And as you know, we've had announcements about big companies moving in and needing that workforce. How can we address that situation? Well, I think most importantly is to make sure that we can get people to graduate in the fields that are needed in our economy. Alabama's economy is rocketing rolling, but we just need to make sure that our citizens actually have access to those good job opportunities in those professions. And that requires us at the college and universities to, to offer those programs, expand enrollment in some of them, and just be sure that we're aligned with what our workforce needs. You said in that piece that with this graying of Alabama, we have a mobile society today, which means a brain drain. So how can we attract these students to stay in their home states? And even some of the students are moving in from out of state to get that education. Yeah, we put together an initiative called All in Alabama, and it really has three parts. Uh, One is called Retain Alabama, which is really designed to encourage people currently in colleges and universities to look for job opportunities here and for us to connect those opportunities to students by providing things like opportunity treks where colleges will go to a community and basically have an open fair sort of uh, meet and greet opportunity for employers. Another is more internships, practicums, work opportunities. The other is really preparing students for applying for jobs in the workplace. It's changed a lot. When I was in school, we always had the job fairs but now people look for jobs on the internet, so it's a very different experience. A second initiative we have is called uh, Recall Alabama. So if uh, we can't encourage these students to stay in Alabama right out of college, the second initiative basically identifies where the people that left the state leave, and then we will send communications to those students when there's a job opportunity for which they may have interest in based on 
their education credentials, their major and things like that. And then the uh, re-engage Alabama is an initiative designed to encourage people who have some college but no degree to come back. And that initiative is the newest of the three. And it'll be focused on getting students that, you know, may be gainfully employed, but want to enhance their opportunities for promotion with a degree or credential in higher ed. I noticed that Troy University has signed a memorandum of understanding, but these reflect partnerships between the two-year institutions or the technical colleges, and they give a pathway into a four-year education. How is that going? Oh, that one's going well. The partnerships are great. A lot of the universities have had announcements about those partnerships. The other thing we've done is actually encourage really the guarantee of transfer credit for what someone offers from one university to another, just coursework, maybe not even completing the associate's degree. But any person in the state of Alabama, especially at the public universities, can transfer much more efficiently between the two-year colleges or the universities now. So that's why we have actually retained, recall, and re-engage as other approaches to uh, optimize our capabilities. The fourth thing we're doing is the FAFSA completion project, which is coming right out of high school getting more people that perhaps haven't even thought about going to college and making sure that they have uh, access to financial aid to get them started. So, yes, there's not a one-fits-all kind of solution. What we have to do is totally and more fully address the shortage by being all in and doing all the initiatives we can do to encourage more people to get into college and to participate in Alabama's economy. So you mentioned earlier that a lot of people are just cruising the internet finding educational opportunities. Are we up to speed on that from these institutions? Well, yeah, all the universities have somewhat of a robust uh, distance learning opportunities on their campuses. Troy, of course, was one of the front leaders in that for a long time, and now everybody else is caught up. COVID helped uh, everybody else become capable. So there are opportunities to continue education online, but there are still some great opportunities actually on campus and in a campus that's near you to enhance your skills should you need additional skills at your workplace. Dr. Purcell, the Alabama Commission on Higher Education, which was founded in 1969, As the state coordinating board for all public institutions of higher education in Alabama, your agency, AIC, is approving new courses of study among the member institutions. Where are we going with those new courses of study? Well, each of the institutions sort of has their own uh, mission and really the history of producing particular workers. What we've asked them all to do is sort of rethink really what uh, they're providing their students and perhaps expanding that into careers and opportunities that more carefully align with what uh, Alabama's economy is doing. Advanced manufacturing, a lot more is happening in the community colleges, addressing the healthcare worker shortage at the community colleges and universities, identifying engineering uh, at many of our institutions uh, and also um, engineering technology for others so that we can make sure that we address our needs in in the STEM fields. I mean, Alabama's really made some great progress in our economy, but it is not our grandparents' economy, and we have to prepare our people for this future that we're coming up against. So back to your basic concern about affordability for higher education. Where do we stand on that in light of this student loan question nationally? One of the things that's happened is when we did, uh, I had a lot of cuts since 2008, 
higher ed was cut quite drastically in, in the universities and the community colleges up tuition a good bit. In fact, both uh, the community colleges and the universities are in the top 10 or 15 in the nation in cost. Some of that's going to require more thoughtful uh, contributions from the state uh, education trust fund to make sure that, that we can allow our citizens to go to college without taking debt. One of the disadvantages of taking debt is when you're paying that back, even if you're gainfully employed, that money that may be even earned in Alabama is going most likely to an out-of-state bank. And that doesn't produce the revenue generation that normally you would get if you, somebody is highly skilled and has a higher paying job. Where do you think we are on that playing field nationally with our higher education funding and offerings? Our tuition is definitely high and state support is actually 10% below the national. I think the other thing is we just sort of have to ask the universities to stay within a price point that will make those institutions attractive to in-state students to make sure that they have opportunities to go to our colleges and universities and make sure we offer credentials that are in high demand and high need in the state so these people can have access to the American dream. I want to thank you for sharing your views today. Well, thank you very much. Joining us by Skype was Dr. Jim Purcell, Executive Director of the Alabama Commission on Higher Education. More information can be found at the website, ache.edu. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast on NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.